On today's podcast, I am going to be talking about something special that I did on Father's Day. Please stay tuned because I'm talking about it off the bat. Um, I'm also going to be talking about a certain meme, like informational memes that don't have any source or memes that just so opinionated. I, I vent about that. You, y'all going to get it. And I give y'all some jewels too, some some real good wisdom jewels. OK, I'm also going to be bringing back lyric reading this episode. Going to be talking about petty sports, a little diverse, not just basketball, not just football. Be a verse in it. And I'm going to go ahead and end it with the crying Jordan face of the week like I normally do. If you're not following me on social media, follow me at Walk With Jason Everything. Okay? Or walkwithjason.com. Maestro, go ahead, drop that beat. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason, a.k.a. Animated Gift Flare. Woo! Because my gift game is on point. I'm nice with the memes. I'm nice with the animated gifts. And I'm styling and profiling. Woo! You're talking to the long beard wearing... Wedding ring wearing, woo! Kid rearing, wheeling, dealing, Chrysler car riding, coach flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these Timberlands down. Woo! <laughs> yeah, man. The nature boy. I'm telling you, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, if you haven't seen that 30 for 30, I don't know if you gotta find it on YouTube or whatever. Y'all gotta check that out. It is the craziest 30 for 30 I've seen so far. Um, yeah, man, it was Ric Flair and my second favorite, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Oh man, listen, man, don't get me started on wrestling today. In fact, I'm gonna try to incorporate uh, wrestling highlights in the podcast in the future i haven't been watching lately because for some odd reason man with wwe like right after wrestlemania season like one or two months after that man it just i don't know if the writers go on vacation or what man but i'd be like where's the storyline going why is this wrestler fighting that wrestler i don't get it but anywho I didn't mean to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I am here on Father's Day. Yes, I'm actually recording on Father's Day. Um, But you're hearing this the day after Father's Day. So happy belated Father's Day to all those fathers, those real dads out there. Hold on, hold on. First of all, this is episode nine. Okay, episode nine up in here, up in here, up in here. That's what I'm talking about. And um, let me go ahead and give my shout out. And then I'm going to go into, you know, what's been going on with me lately and stuff like that. So shout out to y'all hear this beat in the background. Y'all heard the intro and the beat and everything. It was uh, produced by Tory Hooks 
aka Fresh Coast Productions. Yo, Tori's my guy, man. That dude, even if he didn't make beats, man, he's just an awesome individual. A great father, great husband, great man of God. I salute you, bro. Uh, miss you because you still in, in, in T-Town, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, for those who are now tuning into the podcast, don't really know much about me. Um, I lived in Oklahoma for about 14 years. Four of those years, it was college. So I didn't just up and decide one day, oh, let me just go live in Oklahoma. It wasn't that random. I went out there to college. I'm originally, well, I was born in Philly, but I claim Richmond as my neutral spot, my my home, because when I, I moved from Philly to Richmond when I was eight and Richmond raised me, you know, so and now I'm back in Richmond, you know, because all my family's in Richmond. So, yeah, um, that's why I was out in Oklahoma, because I went to college out there or Roberts University. Shout out to y'all. Um, anywho, let me see here. Um, I want to talk to you guys about um, my mixtape. You're like, what? Mixtape? Yeah, I dropped a surprise mixtape on Father's Day. And it's, listen, I'm not a rapper. I mean, I used to be, but I'm not a rapper anymore. I'm just a dad who knows how to rap. I'm a husband and father who just so happens to know how to say lyrics. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm not trying to pursue a career or anything out of it. It's pretty much something I do as a hobby um i have at least eight mixtapes no seven seven mixtapes seven individual mixtapes uh two group mixtapes and two group albums um so i've been rapping since the year 2000 um apparently i'm still doing it i'm still at it uh i didn't i didn't plan on doing a mixtape this year Cause last year I was, I was done in my mind. I was done, um, and everything like that. But about two weeks ago, I was like, you know what, man, nobody has really made a mixtape for dads. No one has made a mixtape for fathers. And being that this is my first father's day without my dad, um, he passed away two months ago. Uh, I wanted to be a little bit productive instead of moping around and, and things like that. I'm okay. Um, as we speak, you know, cause like I said, I'm recording on father's day and I, it, I see it for what it is. He's not here. Um, usually I'll call him today, but you know, can't do that. Um, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. Um, but I did a mixtape. Want you guys to check it out. Go to fathers.walkwithjason.com. You can check out the mixtape there. The name of the mixtape is called Fathers. It's a 30-minute mixtape. So I'm not even wasting your whole entire day. Um, it's a quick listen. Um, it's 10 tracks on there. Uh, some of the tracks, you know, I'm being very transparent. I'm giving my point of view of what fatherhood is like. 
I have uh, general tracks. You know, the first track comes on. It's the it's the dad's anthem. Um, I don't. I, I would play a snippet of it, but I'm still new to this podcast thing, and I don't want Apple or anybody to be like, "No, nah, we got to take your episode off because of that five second sample uh, clip." So, yeah, because uh, I don't. I I want to keep the episode <laughs> intact. But anywho, yeah, I did the mixtape for fathers because there's been this whole stigma of society saying, ah, fathers are useless, they're worthless. Uh, Men, they're horrible fathers. There's too many absentee fathers and things like that. And all this time and energy are being spent on the wrong group of people. And we and all the good fathers and the loyal fathers and the hardworking fathers keep getting thrown in this lump of bad seeds and stuff like that. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to step up and represent the good fathers, the, the, the guys who have been putting it down and continue to put it down. Uh, they need their limelight. You know, we're not about to cancel Father's Day or cancel all this because y'all had a you know uh, a relationship with you know men that didn't go well there are good men out here i'm trying to tell you there are good men out here and i get a little worked up because this whole men are trash movement and all men are are this when you use words like all and every and a hundred percent you lose me because you ain't talking about me. And you're not talking about guys that I know personally. Um, so for the for the fathers that's been putting it down, even for the fathers have been that been slacking and haven't really been doing anything. This is for you too. You know, because there's some tough love in some of these tracks that I'm giving y'all for real. But at any rate, I enjoyed making it. It took me it took me two weeks from conception to putting it out like (laughs) that's one of the fastest i've ever done a mixtape um but it's good please check it out the last track on the mixtape is dedicated to my dad and it kind of gives you the story of our relationship um i was transparent but not overly transparent there are some things i'm just never going to talk about to the masses but it gives you a good idea of how things happen you know from me not really growing up with him to us restoring our relationship and everything in between um so check that out check out the whole mixtape and if you have time after that there's a little link at the bottom of that page that says you know listen to other mixtapes and albums And when you click there, you'll see my whole discography. Okay. Yes. I've been rapping for 18 years, guys. Okay. (laughs) So check it out. Check it out. Um, For those who didn't know I rap. Anywho, um, that's going to be that. I hope you guys um, are enjoying your Father's Day or enjoyed it rather keep forgetting that this is monday by the time you guys are listening to it but i hope you guys enjoyed your father's day um 
And I know for some, it may be tough because their father is no longer here. I completely get it because this is the first Father's Day that my father was not here. So uh, be strong, be, um, be encouraged. And yeah, that's it, guys. If you're listening for the first time, please don't forget to follow me on social media, Walk With Jason. Or you can go to walkwithjason.com and get every piece of information about who I am. Okay? All right, cool. I'll check you out on the next segment. Welcome back to the podcast, the Walk with Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. a man called Jason. And this segment here is dealing with um, a meme that I saw on social media recently that I didn't comment on it when I saw it, but I was like, you know what? I'm saving this for the podcast. Now, the thing about memes especially informative memes is that it's still a meme and unless you really put down in the meme or in the comments of the caption of the meme if you put the source of your information then maybe that can present more validity to your meme but a lot of these opinionated memes are floating around as gospel and people are soaking it up and believing it. And it's like, whenever you see a meme or an article or anything that seems very shocking or something like, oh my goodness, this is big news, please take the extra effort to fact check it, okay? We have Google, guys. You don't know how many times we have Snoops, Google, um, you can check on the major news websites to see if it's running. There's been so many times where I've seen people post up to me, oh, such and such died, or this happened and that happened. And I'm like, CNN hasn't reported it. I, now, the major news outlets, they're a little slow reporting things. And so a lot of times breaking news may happen. Um, I, I tend to go to Twitter to get my information faster. Twitter, the the world of Twitter just moves a lot faster, a whole lot faster than Facebook. Uh, so I get most of my information there. But even with Twitter, I see it and I fact check it. I'm like, OK, let me go to Google, see if there are any articles running similar to this or uh, turn on the TV, see if they're talking about it on TV and things like that before I go and post it. But not even with major news. I'm talking about opinionated stuff uh, that sounds good, but uh, it just rubs me the wrong way, man, sometimes. And this particular meme was chalked full of caption. Like, maybe it was a screenshot. I don't know. And somebody was reading something. Now, I'm not going to completely bash this because I don't know the context of where this information came from. But it looks like a screenshot from maybe an ebook or something that somebody was reading. And like the information is there. But then you know how you can add your own caption on top of it. So the caption that somebody added on top of it was called why men don't marry. 
And I'm like, okay, maybe he interpreted this wrong. So let me read it. So I, I read the snippet of it. And um, it says, because there is nothing in it for them. So they're answering why men don't get married. And point number two, I really want to see the rest of the points. Because at this point right here, I, I listen, it was BS to me, okay? <laughs> I said it. It was BS. And I'm going to read it to you. And so let's see, point number two, because there is nothing in it for them. What exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money. And if it all goes wrong, their family, says Helen Smith, Ph.D., author of Men on Strike. Wow. Let me keep reading because I got some things from Miss Helen Smith. Oh, Dr. Helen Smith, excuse me. They don't want to either enter. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half their savings, pension and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being committed phobes they're being smart this is what she said unlike women men lose all power after they say i do their masculinity dies too oh i got time today all right listen up dr helen smith first of all i don't know who hurt you i don't know who did what to you but you are so wrong <laughs> in this point. I am. I, I really wish. Oh, my gosh. I really wish I could read the rest of the points. But first of all, let's address the first thing you say. Uh, what does exact what exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends. Bowface lie um their respect respect from who other single people and even still how do you lose respect by getting married or are you talking about your spouse losing respect for you because obviously that that's not how marriage works either but maybe whatever um their space oh no you're gonna lose your space oh, nah, 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 nah. oh I, I guess fathers um fall in this category too huh yeah, I guess fathers lose their space, too. Oh, not, not unless you're thinking of dumping them off on the mother. I don't know. what This is dumb. This is absolutely stupid. All right, but I'm, I'm going to keep going. Their sex life. Oh, man, let me just not get married and have all the sex in the world. Woo! That's, listen, okay. That's a myth. Now, I'm not saying... That, oh, my goodness, you get married, you have sex every single day. You-wee. Nah. Mm -mm. You have dry seasons. Trust me. Been married for 12 years. Um. Yeah, man. This is... Wow. Unbelievable. But, no, you don't lose your sex life. Unless you just don't communicate and don't read. Don't. Okay. 
I'm gonna keep going. Their money. Oh, if you get married, you lose your money. Uh, okay, yeah. You can stay single and lose money, but whatever. Um, and if it all goes wrong, that's very optimistic. If it all goes wrong, their family. How in the living hell can you lose your family unless you're not doing? Okay, you know what? Before I say that, let me throw a disclaimer in. There are situations in a marriage and in the family where you're doing everything right as a guy and something may happen on your wife's end that causes you to break up and potentially lose your family. The only scenario I can think of is if she does something completely wrong, divorce you, take the kids and forbid you to see the kids ever again in life. That's very rare. It is. It's rare. Um, so you don't lose your, your, your seeds. You don't lose your kids. Not unless the mother locks, locks them up or in a room or absolutely refuse to let you see them. Um, but even still, you can still fight to get them back. I mean, I know there's rare occasions where, eh, you know, it's, it's difficult. But come on, man. Lose your family. <sighs> She's a doctor, too. It don't matter what title you have in life. You can you can be you can be stupid. My goodness. The author of Men on Strike. How is she going to write? How is she going to write a book about men on strike? That's wow. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could could effectively take half their savings, their pensions. Oh, you know, I mean, for those who are worried about that, there's this thing called prenuptial agreements where that won't take place. But, you know, whatever. Here I go. Um pension property and honeymoon blah 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 blah. men aren't wimping men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried them well let me read the whole sentence men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being commitment phobes that part after or yada yada whatever this is the only point i can somewhat agree with um about what she said Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried. I, if you're unmarried, if you're a single guy, nothing's wrong with that. And if you're a single guy wanting to get married but just can't get married or whatever, that's still okay. This is the moment in time. Let me tell y'all something because I'm done with this stupid lady and this stupid meme. I'm the real. Hold on, hold on, no, no, because I got to go off on one more thing and then I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna button this up. All right, so. Unlike women, men lose all, all, see, there goes, there go those words again, those key words, all power after they say I do. We lose all power, dog. That's what this lady said, the doctor. <laughs> okay. Their masculinity dies too. Oh, boy, if you want to keep your masculinity, stay single. Yeah, and have all the sex in the world, man, and keep all your money. Woo! That's what the doctor said, right? Or else you you, you get married, man, your masculinity gone. You just going to be a feminine foe. That's what you're going to be, man. That's what she's saying. Let me put this thing down before I snap some more. First, listen, guys. If you're single, we're talking to the single guys. If you're single who wants to get married or looking to get married, 
First of all, don't listen to stupid people like Dr. Helen Smith, okay? Just don't do that. Um, if you're dating or if you're engaged or you're wanting to get married, this is the advice I will give to you guys, okay? Pursue her as a friend. Oh, man, that's whack. No, man, she found I want to smash, yada, yada, yada. Listen, listen to me. Because when you mention marriage, you're mentioning longevity, okay? So if you're not interested in longevity, if you're not interested in marriage or anything like that, this is not for you, okay? This is not for you. Do what you want to do, baby, okay? But for those who do want to get married, pursue her as a friend. You can still like her. You can still have feelings for her. I ain't saying ignore those feelings. But pursue the friendship because what you're doing is building a foundation and you want that foundation to be strong as possible. You want to get to know her. You want to get to know her to a point that by the time y'all do say I do, you know what you're getting yourself into, first and foremost. And second of all, you're marrying your best friend. Oh, I don't believe in marrying your best friend because y'all keep rushing past the friendship part keep telling y'all this i spoke about it in a previous episode but you gotta take your time and get to know that person friendship okay because this whole well she's not my friend she's my woman you keep dividing that and you're going to treat her as such you're going to treat her as a non-friend there are things there are, I've, i know people who treat their friends better than their significant others. And that's because their significant others aren't their friend. They have divided that in their mind. And so think about it. Think about this point. There are gang members, gang members out there and people in the streets, maybe not be, maybe not be in the gang right now, you know, but there are people out there that would take a bullet that will be ride or die for their homie for their homie they'll die for their homie but won't live with their baby mama isn't that backwards as hell that is backwards backwards i don't get that oh man yeah my wife don't know everything listen I'm not saying you have to go ahead and tell her about, man, let me tell you about my men problem. My men problems, man, you know. Pfft. Ooh, you ain't got to go into detail with that. But if you keeping all sorts of stuff from your wife, you ain't, y'all ain't friends, man. Y'all ain't friends. Listen, my wife knows stuff. She has access to everything. All my social media, everything. My phone, that whole thing. Y'all crack me up with that whole, oh, man, I got to keep my phone locked. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my wife snooping around to my phone. What you what you hiding, bro? What you hiding? See, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying each and every day to find ways to live my life blamelessly. You know what I mean? And so my wife is my accountability partner. My wife is my best friend. And that's how we've been able to last 12 years with four kids. And we're going to continue to last because we've gotten a friendship within our relationship. That's our foundation. We worked hard at that foundation. And if you guys are married, 
guys who are married and really aren't that great of friends with your significant other, it's never too late to work on it. You can start refixing that foundation because here's the thing. If y'all don't have that foundation of friendship in a relationship, then the littlest storms in life, it can be an argument over a pop tart. Who cares? It can be something that trivial, but that trivial argument can blow through like a little small wind and crumble your little relationship to the ground because there was no foundation to hold it up. I've seen so many people break up over the dumbest things because they have a weak or they didn't have a foundation. And if you look, look at, look at the couples who've lasted long, you may have long lasting couples in your family. You may have seen long lasting couples on TV. Look at those couples who've lasted long and you can even tell that they look like friends. Yeah, they're lovers and stuff like that too, but they look like friends. And the ones who keep going in and out of relationships, especially the celebrities, because they're on TMZ and all the time. Look at those people who keep hopping in and out of relationships. And you're like, come on, y'all don't even look like friends. Like, I, I'm not trying to diss J-Lo or, or uh, the Kardashians. You know, well, Kim, Kim's been married for five years. Y'all got to give up. Y'all got to give that up to Kim, whether you like the Kardashians or not. She's been married for five years. It's probably the longest of all the siblings. Okay. And I know y'all may have an issue with who she's married to, but whatever. She's been married longer than some people have kept a job. So anywho, but the other Kardashian sisters, J-Lo and all of them, whenever they get with people, you can look at them and be like, you know what? They don't even look like friends. I don't know how long this is going to last. That's why y'all say, I don't know how long this is going to last. Because you're internally saying, man, they don't even look like they like each other. They just around for sex. No, nah, man, come on. Come on. Come on. But anywho, I, I give y'all some, I gave y'all more than two cents. I gave y'all a whole dollar. Y'all, y'all talking about, <laughs> but anywho, man, that's my spiel on that. I love that word, spiel. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything Dr. Smith said is a lie. Well, not everything. If you're not married, you know, maybe that is a good thing until you you're ready. Which obviously, well, actually, you're never going to be ready for marriage. Like I'm 12 years in and I'm still not ready <laughs> for some things. It's one of those things. It's a learn on the job type of situation. But you have a great head start. If you build that foundation of friendship, okay, you can still like her. It's okay. You can still like her, but make sure you building that foundation of friendship. All right. Okay, cool. Well, I went way too long on this, but it was necessary. And I thank y'all for listening and I'll catch you on the next segment. Keep it locked. Welcome back to the podcast, Walk With Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason, and I have not done this segment in a couple of episodes, but I'm back at it with the lyric reading. Why do you do lyric reading? Because we groove to some songs, and we shake our tail feathers, 
and we dab and, you know, do the floss or whatever y'all youngsters are doing nowadays. But we do all these moves because the beat sounds nice and you kind of like the voice of the person that's singing or rapping. But when it's all said and done and the smoke is cleared and the dust is settled and you actually read the lyrics, you realize, man, I've really been jamming out to a very dumb song. So that's why I read lyrics. Also, I read lyrics because if I play the songs, then again, I have that paranoia. I don't want my episodes pulled from the air. Okay? Anywho. So sometimes I'll do the most popular song of today. Sometimes I'll do the most popular song of yesterday or yesteryear or back in the day or whatever. And that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to read to you the lyrics of a very popular song. I'm sure most of you know it. It was uh, Vanilla Ice's controversial 1990 hit, Ice, Ice, Baby. Now, the other two songs like Rapture and Pet, Boy, Pet Shop Boys, I don't know what happened to those. I, he, didn't, he wasn't on the map right there, but Ice, Ice, Baby? That put my guy on the map. I mean, after that, man, whoo, vanilla ice. So, uh, <laughs> golly, I'm not going to read this whole song. I'm probably going to do the, uh, the hook. Actually, I don't need to do the hook because the hook is ice, ice, baby. So I'm going to, yeah, there's three verses here. I'm certainly not going to read all three. I'll probably do verse one and maybe verse two, maybe verse two. We'll see how it goes. But um, here we go. Verse one. All right, stop. Okay. Collaborate and listen. Okay. He wants your attention right here, guys. Whatever you're doing, whatever activity you were involved in, please. Just cease movement for the moment because he's about to school you, okay? Ice is back with my brand new invention. Oh, he has an invention, eh? Very scientific. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Whoa, this is interesting. Flow like a harpone daily and nightly. What is a harpone? A harpoon. I don't know what that is. Listeners, if you know what that is, please let me know. Um, will it ever stop? Yo! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ah, you know, whatever this thing that's grabbing him and holding him tightly, we were concerned. We wanted to know, will it ever stop? And he responded immediately, yo, I don't know. So I appreciate his feedback and, um, uh, customer service because uh, we really wanted to know we was concerned for mr ice but um right now he's clueless he doesn't know when it's going to stop um here we go turn off the lights and i'll glow <laughs> that's a play on of skin color i see what you did there because <laughs> if you turn off the lights you will not see me anywho um to the extreme i rock a mic like a vandal wow that is extreme. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Yo, that was a tight bar, actually. 
Yo, wax a chump like a candle. <laughs> that, that was that was bars, man. Y'all sleeping on them. Dance go rush to the speakers that boom. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Oh, he's talking about strooms back in the day. Delhi, when I play a dope medley, anything less than the best is a felony. Oh, it's a crime, son. Like anything that's less than the best, like if I'm not at best, like just throw me in jail. Okay. Love it or leave it. You better gangway. You better hit bullseye. The kid don't play like you. If you going to test me, you better come correct because I don't play. That's what Mr. Ice is telling us. OK, if there was a problem. Yo, I'll solve it. That's very, very good to know, because I've in fact, Jay-Z had 99 problems. I wonder if Jay-Z reached out to Mr. Ice and said, hey, I have 99 problems. You said you'll solve it. Will you solve all of them? Yo, I don't know. <laughs> that was his response. Okay, anyway, check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. I love how he prepared us for the hook. And he let us know that the DJ was involved in this song as well. That is hip hop. Okay. No one prepares us for the hooks anymore. Like, like this, not like this. So I appreciate him. Uh, let's see. I got more time. I got more time. We're going to do verse two. We're not going to do verse three, though. <clears throat> now, you know, the hook is Ice Ice Baby. All right, here we go. Now that the party is jumping. Ooh, you walked up in that mug and it is lit, as they say today. Not in 1990, though. They didn't say lit in 1990. I can say that now, though. With the bass kicked in and the Vegas are pumping. I guess they're in Vegas. Oh. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Oh, I'm cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Yo, yo, you can't, you can't have cooked bacon. Like you have to cook it all the way. So he's, he's pretty much frying you guys. I'm telling you, cause I like my bacon crispy. Okay. Burning them if you ain't quick and nimble. I mean, if you if you slow, you're going to get cooked. I go crazy when I hear a symbol. You know what? Dogs do, too. I'm not calling him a dog, but I'm saying I was in the band and I bought home some symbols one day and I had a dog and I was bashing the symbols together and he was going nuts. OK, rest in peace, Goldie. Actually, Goldie was a girl. She. Rest in peace. Anywho. Um, and a hi-hat. So he goes crazy when he hears a cymbal and a hi-hat. Those are very high-pitched sounds. I can see how that would irritate someone. Especially Mr. Ice. Um, with a souped-up tempo. He don't want no slow jams. He likes souped-up tempos. I'm on a roll, and it's time to go solo. Okay. All right. I don't know if he was in a group before, but he's letting them know right here in the song. <laughs> I'm detaching myself from this group. Okay. Anywho, 
rolling in my 5.0. That's a vehicle. Um, I think it's a Mercedes. Not sure what he's referring to because 5.0s. You know what? Let's just say he's saying Mercedes here. Um, with my rag top down so my hair can blow. Okay. You know, he did have a lot of hair. I give him that. Wouldn't that mess up his hair, though? Because it seemed like he took hours to get that perfect thing he had going on on his head. But anyway, the girlies on standby waving just to say hi. <laughs> wow. They, they don't want to see him or be with him. They just say hi. So the girlies are on standby waving just to say hi. Did you stop? No. I just drove by. That's pretty douchebag of you to do that. It's very rude, Mr. Ice. They waved and you didn't stop to wave back or anything. I, I love too how we periodically ask him questions during the song and he answers immediately. Ah, uh, keep on pursuing to the next stop. Maybe he was busy. I'm sorry for calling you a douchebag. Maybe you were busy. I bust a left and I'm heading to the next block. He is telling you how he's getting to his next venue. He's giving you step-by-step -step directions for some odd reason. The block was dead. Oh man. So, yo, so I continue to A1A Beachfront Avenue. That's an address. And I want to know where that address is located. A1A Beachfront Avenue. State Road A1A, or simply A1A, is a road in Florida that runs mostly along the Atlantic Ocean. It, it is representative of Florida beach culture. In Miami, A1A runs through South Beach, an area of town known for its nightlife. Well, would you look at that? Wow. Learn something new every day, huh? Anywho, girls were wearing less than bikinis. Rockman lovers driving Lamborghinis. Wow, he's, he knows some rich people. Jealous because I'm out getting mine. Shay with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Whoa, I never knew he had guns in this song. But there you have it. Him and his friend Shay had um, weaponry. That's very interesting. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. They're full of drugs. That's what eight ball is. I, I, I know my street vernacular. Uh, gunshots rang out like a bell. Grab my nine. All I heard was shells. Wow, this has turned violent. I did not know how violent this song was when I was eight. Good grief. Um, I grabbed my nine. All I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. He is giving you a descriptive picture of what's happening right now. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. That's illegal, but so it's probably carrying his nine and shooting it at people. But okay, anyway, uh, bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jackers jack. There's a lot of urgency going on here. Police on the scene. You know what I mean? They passed me up, confronted all the dope fiends. Oh, wow, he got away with that. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. 
Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. I love how he brings it back full circle, okay? Now that he evaded the cops after his shootout, um, he wants you to know that he'll solve any problem and the DJ will revolve it as he go and proceed with the hook, okay? Anywho, thank you, Mr. Ice, for your um, words. And um, that's it. Thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned for the next segment. Okay? Peace. Yo! I'm sorry, I had to jam off for a little bit. I was feeling it for a second, you know what I mean? Anywho, welcome back to the podcast. The Walk With Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason. And if you're new to the podcast, please feel free to follow me on any social media platform, Walk With Jason. Or you can go to my website, walkwithjason.com, and find everything there, okay? You'll probably even see a pop-up. Um, if you're, cause the pop-up's not gonna last forever. So I know you're, if you're on like episode 100 and you're listening to this episode, you're like, I didn't see a pop-up. Well, listen, it's gone by now. But anywho, um, there's a pop-up of the mixtape about fathers that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. So please check that out. But you know, if you're not into it, I'm not forcing you, not putting a gun to your head saying you gotta listen to it. Um, but I would appreciate it if you did. So, yeah, check that out and check out the rest of the website, walkwithjason.com. Anywho, it's time to talk about sports. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not interested in the World Cup, nor am I interested in the U.S. Open. But I do want to mention that I know a few things about it. I know for the World Cup, Nigeria, boop, 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 boop. Nigeria lost. They had some fire jerseys, though. I, I love those jerseys. And... I took the ancestry test, like uh, DNA test, probably half a year ago, and found out that I did not have any Indian in my blood, <laughs> like most black people think they do. But what was interesting, like it was zero percent Native American. It was crazy. I was completely shocked. But what I also was shocked about was uh, the fact that I'm like sixty percent Nigerian, and like the other thirty percent was like surrounding countries around nigeria so i'm pretty much like 89 90 nigerian like i am from west africa okay <laughs> that's crazy to me and i i think the other like miscellaneous 10 percent um i don't even know man i, I think it was like it was I don't know. I forgot. I don't pay, I didn't pay attention to that 10%. I was so overwhelmed by the other 90. <laughs> but anywho, Nigeria lost. Um, I think to Croatia. Look at me knowing stuff. Um, that was off the top of my head too. I wasn't even looking at anything. Uh I know that the two big sport soccer stars did something amazing, like one uh Ronaldo or something. I don't know. I really am not into it or whatever, but I, I heard he was the oldest person to do a hat trick in the history of yada, yada. So anywho, congrats to him. He did his thing. 
Uh, what else? The U.S. Open. The only thing I know about that is that uh, Tiger Woods, Jordan Spite, and Roy McIlroy. Did I say his name? McIlroy? And somebody else. I don't know who the fourth person was. But they didn't make the cut. They're not even in the U.S. Open. Yikes. That's interesting. You know who is in the U.S. Open? Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Sorry, Mickel. Because I want to say Nicholson, but it's an M, and it bothers me sometimes. But Phil Mickelson is definitely in it. He's like the goat that Tiger's trying to chase. I don't, I don't know if Tiger's going to ever surpass him. I don't know. It's one of those weird things. But anyway, Phil was tripping. Phil went out there, um, and you know he was frustrated on the previous round, and then he got I think it was um uh, round twelve or the whole twelve I don't know what you call them par twelve I I don't know what you call these things please forgive me, but the twelfth hole ah there we go let's go with that he was there and he tried to hit um the ball I mean he was close he had his putter out and everything just. Real close by, try to hit it, miss the hole, and there's a rule where you can't hit. Like, I don't even know golf like that, but I know that you got to wait for the ball to stop before you can hit it again. But that didn't stop Phil for some reason in this particular incident. So Phil was like, oh, I missed it. Bah humbug. Let me run, literally run to the ball that's moving and hit it again. That's like a two-hit penalty or something. Like, it was one of the craziest things. People are saying that it was one of the craziest things in the craziest meltdowns in U.S. Open history. Like, that was the, equival that was the equivalent to J.R. Smith running out with the ball with LeBron like, fam, what are you doing? That, if I were to make a parallel, that's what was, that what happened right there. Okay. Anywho, now that I got those topics out of the way, let's talk about NBA news. Um, thank God the season is over, and thank God we probably won't see Golden State versus Cleveland again. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Four years in a row is very nauseating. Let's not forget, though, let this not be a distraction that Golden State was one win away from winning four straight. But they blew a 3-1 lead. Two years ago. Anywho, whatever. Um, I heard that they're trying to go after Anthony Davis too. What? Come on, Golden State. Now, every time I hate on Golden State for doing that, stacking their team and things like that, someone loves to remind me that, dude, you're a Yankees fan. And so then I have to shut up because they're right. <laughs> Anywho, man, whatever, whatever. The biggest news I thought, well, it's probably still going to be the biggest news wherever LeBron goes. If he goes to San Antonio, which is my squad, the Spurs, shout out to the Spurs because I'm about to get into another topic. Shout out to the Spurs. You know, if LeBron goes to the Spurs, I will be Benedict Arnold, okay? I will turn coat on my hatred for LeBron and say, welcome, brother. Welcome to the family. Okay, all those mean things I've said about you in the past, let bygones be bygones, okay? Welcome. Welcome to San Antonio. But I don't think that's happening. And I much rather would 
like to hate on LeBron on the court. Sad that I have to give a disclaimer on the court. Because whenever you say you hate LeBron, they're like, oh, but he did so much for the community and he loves his wife and kids. And blah. Fam, on the court. Okay? On the court. I can't stand him on the court. Anywho, not unless he comes to San Antonio. But speaking of San Antonio, my squad, there's this guy. He's very good. Well, was. I don't know what he is now because he's been sitting for a long time. But he was very good. At one point, screaming A. Smith. And, and those people, you know, they were like, ah, oh, you know, Kawhi Leonard is the second best in the league. And da 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 now they're not saying he's the second best. Understandably so. Anywho, but this guy hurt himself, or, well, Zaza Pazulia stepped on him and re-aggravated. Oh, my. Had he not done that, we would have. We would have won. We would have. Ah, oh, we would have beat. We would have beat Golden State, dog, if that wouldn't have happened. But whatever. Um, so Kawhi's out with a quad injury or something like that or whatever, and he's just sitting there, uh, trying to get better. The doctors cleared him to play. He played for like maybe a few games or whatever. Then he stopped playing again. Talking about he wasn't ready. And to me, it was the most passive strike season <laughs> that I've ever witnessed. Because dude could have played, and he didn't. Um, I thought that was crazy. I feel pretty bitter about it. I don't know the ins and out of what's going on between him and San Antonio, so I can't fully be upset with him. But... The, the percentage of me that is upset with him is going hard on him, okay? Because now he's talking about, oh, I want to be traded. I don't want to be here. We're trying to offer this man the max, super max deal. Like, this man is about to get a quarter of a billion dollars for the next, five, you know, in five years. And he, you know, he's talking about he want to go somewhere else? After all, we done did for you, boy. With your cornrows. Who's rocking cornrows in 2018? Oh, dude. This dude's frustrating me, man. The way If he leaves, which I think he is, but when he leaves, oh, man, I'm going to have to throw him in the same category as Kevin Durant and LeBron James, you know, those players that I can't stand. So that's that. Um I hope he goes to Sacramento so, you know, he can habitually not make the playoffs uh, or some scrub team. I don't know. But it is what it is. Um, I know Coach Pop announced that after next season he's retiring. Understandably so. He just lost his wife. And he's given, you know, his basketball knowledge and everything to the sport. For a long time, man. To me, I think he's the greatest NBA coach of all time. You can say Phil. And, you know, that's on y'all. Whatever, whatever. But I think Coach Pop, man, he's the greatest. He's the greatest, man. Um, 20 straight seasons making the playoffs. Um, the Spurs. 
we've just been the the model of excellence. You know what I'm talking about? So shout out to Coach Pop. No shout out to Kawhi. And um hopeful shout out to LeBron. <laughs> Come on, Bron. Anyway, um Ah <laughs> uh, man, I still might throw some shade at LeBron, even if he's on San uh San Antonio. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anywho, that's it. Uh, my Yankees are still winning, yada, yada. Of course, why wouldn't we be winning? And that's it, guys. I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all on the last segment of this podcast. All right? Keep it locked. Yo, thank y'all for staying with me through this whole entire episode, episode nine of the walk with jason podcast we are almost at 10 10 is a milestone okay that means i've been consistent for 10 weeks you know um yeah man so uh it's time to give out the crying jordan face of the week okay for those who don't know what the crying jordan face of the week is about if you've listened to the breakfast club with charlemagne uh the god DJ Envy, Angela Yee, um, Charlemagne has this segment called Donkey of the Day. And that's pretty much where he highlights um, stupidity from an idiot. That's pretty much what he does. Um, or anything he deems dumb, um, he talks about it. He gives them the donkey of the day. So this is my equivalent to that. Crying Jordan face of the week. Um, because one, it's a weekly episode. Duh. And two, if you follow me on social media, you will know that I am known for giving the crying Jordan face to just about any and everybody. Okay. Nobody is safe. Okay. I even gave myself the crying Jordan face because I said, I made a, I made a bet. I said, okay, if Cleveland and or the Warriors make it to the finals, I will change my profile picture and put a crying Jordan face on my face. And that's what happened. <sighs> Still disgusted by that. Anywho, crying Jordan face of the week this week actually goes out to a company. And that company is the International House of Pancakes or formerly known as the International House of Pancakes, formerly known as IHOP, they have decided that they're going through a midlife crisis and said, you know what, guys? This is a swell time to jump into the burger business because it's so not saturated, guys. Yeah, 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 that's a great idea. I know we've been known for our pancakes. We give out free pancakes on Pancake Day and we have pancake specials during christmas and all this stuff man and we are pancake heavy we've been pancake heavy for decades yeah let's throw that all away and just start selling burgers so we're going to be known as ihob ihob international house of burgers huh where for real though 
And it's funny because <laughs> like Wendy's was throwing shade, Netflix, everybody was throwing shade at I IHOB. I'm calling it IHOP. Until they start changing signs and stuff, it's gonna be IHOP. Your mama called you IHOP, I'ma call you IHOP. Anywho, um <laughs> But yeah, Wendy's was being shady. They was like, ah, you know, why should I be worried about IHOB? Uh, you know. Something to the effect of, you know, they can't even they're scared of gosh. It escapes me, but they just pretty much ribbed on them about um, uh, their pancakes. I am not helping you guys out at all. And I do not feel like finding the tweet that Wendy said, because at the end of the day, the buildup to it is just not that hilarious. You're not going to be falling over laughing. Uh, you're probably laughing at me for stumbling right now on what the quote was from Wendy's. But whatever. There's a lot of shade going on. Um. I think the whole change is stupid, if you ask me. It's very dumb. And if they proceed with the actual change and start changing signs and stuff and getting rebranded and everything for burgers, then that's, they're the dumbest. That's just stupid. Because they had the pancake industry on lock. Well, I wouldn't say on lock. Because, well, no, I would say on lock to a certain point. Like, this was the perfect time not to change your name, IHOP. Because Waffle House has been dealing with a couple of issues, you know, between cops coming in and uh, wrongly arresting people to uh, random people coming in and shooting up Waffle Houses. Like, after those two incidents, recent incidents happened, y'all would have been like, you know what, that burger idea, let's kind of hold off on it and milk this... Uh, pancake industry a little bit more because those waffle house people are going to start coming here but no nah, man no nah, y'all y'all say you know what this is the perfect time to start going into the burger industry is if we don't already have mcdonald's and burger king and hardy's and or cars jr wherever y'all live uh and all these other miscellaneous burger places already like come on burgers you think i'm gonna come to ihop y'all not even, not, not even fast food what y'all red robin now y'all not even fast food like oh baby let's go to the restaurant where they're selling burgers unless you're red robin man or red robin's the only or fuddruckers i remember fuddruckers though yeah those burgers are dope too they already we already got fuddruckers in red robin man we ain't got to have no ihop or ihob come up in the mix trying to change things so that y'all get the crying jordan face of the week that's what y'all get i hob you can put the crying jordan face over the b <sighs> anywho well that's it uh thank you guys for tuning in again guys um fathers out there i hope you enjoyed your father's day happy belated father's day to you guys um thank y'all for tuning in if you are listening for the first time or you have not done this, shame on you. Follow me on social media, Walk With Jason. Everything, okay? Or go to walkwithjason.com for more information on myself. And that's it. I have one more question, though, before we leave. That question is, <clears throat> who wants to walk with Jason?